Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives, all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. So what are we doing with this precious resource that cannot be replaced? How are you spending the wonderful resource called life? Uh, you know, I, 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 I actually believe, you know, you, you kind of hit what you aim at. I know that sounds old-fashioned, but I really believe that you hit what you aim at. Moses aimed at being a deliverer. He just did it wrong the first time. But he was aimed at delivering Israel. And he, he killed a man and then he, he had to run because he did the wrong thing. But he knew that he had a purpose and a focus, Okay. Uh, you know, God, it's, it was Moses' focus to me that what is what kept him. Because if you lose your focus when you're being refined, you probably won't get there. See, God shows you things so you'll pursue them so he can clean you up along the way. If he didn't show you first, you would never pursue it. Therefore, you would sit in your sins, in your blood or whatever you want, your scripture you want to use. But you would sit there and you can only be cleaned up while you're moving toward your goal. That's why he gives you something to press toward. Because he can't clean you till you can see what you need. And the only way to see it is if you're going after what you want. It's so important to go after what you want in life. Because when you go after it, all the cleansing of your character takes place in your pursuit. That's why if you don't do anything, you don't learn anything. You gotta be a doer of the words so you know what you did wrong, you know what miscalculations you made. And, and really, I, I believe this with my whole heart, you, you get humility and you can laugh about your mistakes. If you're still too serious about what you did wrong, you need to move a few more steps. You know what I mean? And as time goes by, you'll be able to talk about all your mistakes and not feel weird and not feel judged. All that, is, is really a sign that you're not free. Because when you're free, you really don't care too much about what everybody thinks. You're telling them for your benefit. I've said this to you before. I tell you stories about my life that I don't like to tell so you can get a victory. I mean, who wants to talk about their, their mistakes all the time? But if, if somebody don't tell you, how are you gonna learn? So I enjoy people who can laugh about it and just keep moving and learn from, from what they, uh, what they didn't know. So uh, Moses stayed focused. And the first time, like I said, he killed somebody. God worked on Moses for 40 years while God was going to clean him up. How many of you could stay focused for 40 years? Some areas I think I have already, to be quite honest with you. It's a couple of them. If you knew how relentless, I mean, I was rehearsing things and how relentless I was to try to get in the automobile business. It was a childhood dream and I didn't make myself that way. I just think that's what was in me. I mean, this is going to sound so corny. I had this big red car about this long when I was a kid 
And I used to park it under the end table. And, and it was remote control with a wire because there was no remote, real remote control back then. They had wires to everything. And I would park that thing under there and I would change the tire. And I would think about being in a car business from a time I was four or five years old. All I wanted to do was that. And by the time I got there and actually owned my own, it was, I was 35 maybe, 34. It's a long time. 30 years is a long time to want something. But every day, you can ask the people who are around me, I did a little chip here, and I was always, I'm doing this, but over here I'm chipping. I got a job over here, but I'm chipping at what I want to do because that's what I wanted to do, okay? Same thing with ministry. I didn't know about that I wanted that. I knew there was something in there. But when I got to see it modeled in front of me with our pastors, I saw something that I wanted, and I began to pursue that. And that was many, many years. I mean, we, we started going there in 86, and uh, in 98, we started our church. But all those years, I was beginning to change my focus and gravitate toward what I wanted to do in, in my belly. I wanted to do what he did. You, you know what I mean? I want to do what he did. I don't know if that's how you see things, but... I think you've got to have something in you that wants something. It's the hardest people in the world to deal with are the ones that don't want anything. What do you do with that? They don't want anything, and you can't motivate them, and you don't know what to do about it. And God will allow some adversity to create some want to, so they'll get out of there. Other than that, they'll stay there forever. So adversity is a friend. It's not an enemy. Uh, it just feels like it. Adversity... I truly believe makes you look at yourself better. If you, if you quit blaming people and you get past that part, you really get a good look at yourself. And uh, God will never let you fail if you believe him because there's an, an idiot in your way. Please forgive me for just being so blunt. But that, your God is not bound by somebody in front of you. God is so much greater than anything around you and anything you face. He would never leave your destiny, if you're a person of faith, in the hands of somebody who could keep you from it. He would move something. He's proven that over and over and over in the scriptures. I mean, Joseph's brothers were terrible, but they didn't, couldn't stop nothing. They thought they were going to. They sold him, but they could not. The blessing was on Joseph so great that no matter where you put him, he was blessed all the time. It really didn't matter what you did to Joseph. He always come out. And uh, anyway, so you must nurture your dream. Failure is not final. It's just to sober you up a little bit. You know what I mean? It's not final. And, and that's not a cliche. That's, that's the truth. It's not final. And I have failed at so many things I really like, to be honest with you, as a person, I like being able to talk about them because then I know they don't got me. I'm okay with it. I failed. All right. You know, I have a list of those. Probably going to have some more because I plan on doing a lot. So I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to keep going with this whole picture, and I'm sure that I'll make some mistakes, but hopefully I can adjust them along the way. Um, Romans 12:3 says that not to think more highly of yourself than you ought. When you think a lot of yourself, it's really hard to come down when you make a mistake. But if you're down there already, you don't fall so far. You know, if you have the right estimation of yourself, 
Falling down doesn't hurt like it does when you think your way up here. Is anybody with me? Humility is is really, really safe. Humility will cause you to do some things you'd never do without it. Because humility doesn't have to look good, it just wants to do right and learn. So it'll learn things and let everybody think what they're going to think. This is, the, I've lived long enough to outlive a lot of critics, so I am, I know that the people who criticize you the most, it really doesn't really matter. You can still go on and do what you're going to do. Where they'll still be, they, some of them might criticize, they don't get jealous because you had success anyway. If they was criticizing you, unless they break, they're going to not like you when you're on the bottom. They're not going to like you in the middle. And when you get to the top, they're going to point and say, ah, he's no good. They're still going to be criticizing you. So they really don't matter. As Dr. Summerall would say, another per play, person's head is no place for your happiness. Now, number two, you must nurture yourself. Uh, and I'm not preaching like, you know, self, self, self. But if you're not healthy, you're, it, it's really hard to do anything. You have to work on your, on your personal health. I remember getting glimpses of my future, like, much like Joseph in the Bible. You know, did you ever see something God's going to, this is the hard one, and I think it's happened to everybody that I ever know that's ever done anything for God. You see something God wants you to do, and you communicate it to your brothers and sisters like Joseph did his brothers, and they call you arrogant and all kind of things. And they don't, you, you know, those things may be true, but I still had the dream. <laughs> Hallelujah. Maybe my character isn't what it needed to be. Maybe I was arrogant when I told it, but I, but I still got the dream. Right? I remember I, I, I was telling people, this is years and years ago. We were in our old house in 11th Avenue in Morgantown. And we had some ministers over that were guests. And I was trying to talk to them about my vision and what I saw and I was very young and uh, they just you know how it is when you tell somebody that you really ain't supposed to tell it was like telling Joseph's brothers it was miserable I was shot down I pretty much had to act the rest of the night so, so I wasn't it all that pain wouldn't be seen has anybody ever had to do that you're in the middle of a conversation you got to quit talking you got to quit you almost got to put on a face because you're devastated and you don't want them to know it yet because you haven't processed it yourself so you think I I'm just going to get this night over with and I'll work this out tomorrow I've been there lots of times. They shot all holes in, in what I said. And God gave me a song by a woman by the name of Pat Knotts Hayes. I don't know if you remember, she's a pastor. And it had a song on it. I, I, don't, I don't remember the song, but I remember the words. He's the keeper of all my hopes and dreams. See, I think you've got to take those hopes and dreams. And you and God got to work something out. Somebody should have said amen. amen. He's my father, my protector, the one who cares for me. I can sing you the song. I only know bits and pieces of it. But I remember playing it. I do that. I just play, When I need something, I just play it, and I play it, and I play it. And it's still in there. And if you gouge me today, I will sing in my heart, he's my father, my protector. You're, you're, you're scourging me, and my spirit is ministering to me. In the midst of your attack, I'm never alone. He that sent me is with me, and I'm never alone. You can say, I remember I was getting hollered at one time, and the people was being so mean. And then I got this super deposit in my belly, and I started to smile at them. I was thinking, Lord, I can't be smiling. They're mad. <laughs> 
Do you know they picked up on it and they quit just like that. They saw that God had touched me right in the middle of their criticism and they went, they just reclined. I live with what I'm telling you about. If I didn't have it, I probably couldn't make it. I'm talking to you about a personal development in your life to know God, rely on God for yourself and sustain you in some of the greatest adversity you'll ever face. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. In chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John, God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other means than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.mfcministries.net. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.mfcministries.net. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283. That number again, 001-304-292-7283. Or write MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time, here on this station, for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right. <music>